Welcome back to your show, my show. We are talking today about The West Wing Season 2, Episode 13. And what you just heard there was Edie Gourmet's Blame It on the Bossa Nova. <laughs> yes, and what's the significance? I can't. Well, if you watch the episode, it's pretty obvious. Oh, we were supposed to watch the episode? Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, you didn't You didn't watch it? You were there with me, though. Yeah, I know. Okay. But I wasn't watching. Okay. Um, well, go ahead. No, go. So, the singer, Edie Gourmet, I was like, okay, Bossa Nova. South American thing. Mostly Brazil, right? So, I'm thinking she's from South America. Also with a name like Edie Gourmet. It just, it could sound like that, because it's G-O-R-M-E with a, an accent. So I looked her up on Wikipedia. She's an American singer. She was born in the Bronx to Sephardic Jewish parents, which I think that refers to the region, like the Sephardic. I actually don't know this for sure. Um, but they were both born in Turkey. And... They spoke several languages at home, including Ladino, also referred to as Judeo-Spanish. And I think there's some things missing from this Wikipedia article because the connection between Turkey and speaking Spanish is not very clear to me. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how that happened. Um, but she was able to speak and sing in Spanish. And that is what I know about her also that... She, one of her classmates in high school was Stanley Kubrick. Wow. Yeah. What's the significance, though? <laughs> of what? I wasn't kidding about knowing what, not knowing why you were talking about her. She sang that song. Was that song in the episode? Oh my gosh, honey, you didn't know that? <laughs> I've been, I've been talking about wanting to fade in with the song the whole, like, I thought 15 you, minutes. I thought you would fade in and explain why you <laughs> chose that song and then... Yeah, just, that's the Song, like, are you going to explain that's it That's the song that Ainsley's dancing to when she's in her... Oh, that's the one. Yeah, in her office. I, Because I was trying to think, like, okay, that that steam trunk office got decorated with Broadway posters, you mm-hmm. know, like musicals and stuff. And I was like, is this from a musical? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was looking for. And then uh. I was like, no, this is just... It was a hit single. Um, so then I was like, but why is she... Like, why is she... Because this is not a song from that time, either. Like, this song came out in, like, the 60s. I scanned through. Uh, 1963. So it's not like it's a current song that would be, like, yeah, right on Ainsley's list Mm -hmm. as a southern young woman. Um, But I'm wondering if... if, um, if I knew more musical theater, I'd be able to connect the dots a little better because eventually Gourmet did have stuff in Broadway shows. Like they starred in some, sh- she starred in some shows, she and her husband, and like some of her music made it on the charts from that. But I just, I was trying to make the connection of like, why that song? Mm-hmm. Why blame it on the bossa nova? I didn't even think about that at all. That didn't cross my mind once. Just that she asked that question. You just thought she's just dancing to just a song. It sounded like a nice song. It was. It was a nice song. It just yeah. didn't make sense to me of like, but why that one? Because you, you, I mean, it's the nineties. No, it's not the nineties. It's the two thousands. Early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
you would expect like a young woman at that time to be like playing Britney or something if she's having a celebration. True. <laughs> or Mariah Carey. Maybe it was too expensive. I mean, that's a possibility. But I don't think it was unintentional. Maybe because you'd expect her to listen to Britney or Mariah Carey, that's why they chose something else. Mm-hmm. They're like, she's not what you'd expect. I mean, I have a feeling not. it just goes with her like musical theater love, you know? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. What were you going to say, though? You said she's not. She's not what? I don't know. I, you when, started the sentence. When did I say that? Just she's a not. Ago. I said she's not what you'd expect. Oh. I said because that's they chose something she's, that you wouldn't expect, and she's I not. Yes. Yeah. I think I wasn't done with the sentence. Mm. Just like she's not. Mm. Oh, you were done. Okay. Well, I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> we're starting out real strong here. Mm-hmm. But that's that's who that is, and that's why I played that song. I can't believe you didn't recognize that. That's a, I mean. Because she says, I'm blaming it on the bossa nova when he comes down there. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm they blaming talk, it on the bossa nova. They talk really fast, and you made me two drinks. That's true, I did. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I typically, if I hear a song one day, and then I hear it again the second time the next day, I'm not going to be like, oh, that song from yesterday, mm, I need okay. a few times. That okay. was my first time ever hearing that song. Okay. So I just, just like couldn't have placed it if you gave me, like, 20 minutes to figure out what, where that was in the episode. I would have thought it was at the at the event in the background somewhere. Mm, no. No, yeah. but I'm glad that you think that I could have heard a song that was playing in the background of the event. Really. Yeah. Um, I did... Oh, what was it? I did hear a song in the background of something, and I was like, why that song? I can't remember what it was. I feel like it was like a saxophone playing something where you're like, oh, that's weird. But was it Kenny G? No, it wasn't Kenny That's G. It's not real saxophone. <laughs> Anyways, okay. <laughs> this is this is the episode entitled Bartlett's Third State of the Union. Mm-hmm. And the trivia on this episode is overwhelmingly, it couldn't have been his third state of the union. <laughs> okay. It had to have been his second state of the union because of like how many years they're in. He's just barely into the um, into the office when the show starts. It, it has to be his second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all. Yeah, you because because since 1989, American presidents have not considered the speech they give to a joint session of Congress early in their first year in office. Because, you know, State of the Union's in, like, February, and you get inaugurated in January. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't have considered that a State of the Union message the first year. So then the only the second two. So maybe they were just counting that first one. Then that's like like a really poor knowledge of government. <laughs> no, it's not really. No, they just like to, they just like to count it. In this like, universe, that, that never yeah, happened. This is, yeah, this is a universe that's exactly the same, but the one difference is that the first <laughs> inauguration speech counts as a state of the union. The, no. first, the first message given to a joint session of Congress. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. This is a crazy universe. Mm-hmm. Do they have superpowers? <laughs> no, no superpowers. I'm still waiting for those superpowers to come in. Well, <laughs> I know octopus they do have superpowers because Mandy disappeared. Yeah, Mandy disappeared <laughs> and Joey Lucas reappeared. Yeah. In this episode, Yeah. Um, she, I believe, has superpowers. Joey Lucas. Yeah, because she's not looking at her translator. She doesn't always look time. at her translator. I know she reads lips, but like it just seems like... Like, oh, there was a time in the episode where um, Josh started saying something, and the 
she cut him off. Mm-hmm. But the the translator cut him off at like super fast, which means she would have had to have been. It didn't. She wasn't on the screen at the time, but she would have had to have like started responding before Josh started even talking. I don't know. Her translator's pretty fast. So maybe <laughs> either her translator just like took the initiative and is like, "I bet she's gonna say this because we, you know, I just know what she's gonna say at this point," mm-hmm. or she has I'm some sort of like. Yeah, he, t- he took. He, he just took some, some initiative. Yeah, yeah. Like, she probably would say this. I'm not really a politician, but, um, or she can see like you know five seconds into the future, which would be a great power for her to have. <laughs> like if you could just see a little bit in the future, so you could get your response ready. Yeah. Because she has a little extra time she has to take to go through an extra person. Well, yeah, I don't know how long. I I mean I've seen some people translate in sign language really quickly and it's almost right on with the people talking mm-hmm. um i just actually just saw a clip of that recently on instagram where it was like um there's two sign language translate translators translators mm-hmm. sorry i can't even get the words out um, translationizers yep. on the side of the stage and there are two people talking in the middle of the stage and the I can't, I can't remember who it was, but somebody's saying, but why are there two translators? And it's it's two people talking. So the translators are saying what the people are saying about the translators. And they're, they're going like, well, it's because we might cut each other off. And, you know, like they're, they're, they're explaining. So somebody it's asked. It's two people talking. So they're, they're translating the whole conversation and each person's taking a, a person mm-hmm. so that you can get the feel of like, oh, and then this person cut them off and said, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, like. But it, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that. But it was very fast. That it was fast, yeah. It was very I, fast. I do know that it can be really fast, yeah. a way, way of communication, but still there's that that slight barrier and the fact that she did so fast. It I was know. like faster than, a, than like a person just talking could have comprehended yeah. to respond. But, but she went through somebody. Everybody talks fast in this show. It, yeah. And if Joey Lucas didn't talk fast, you'd be like, it would feel weird. You it, know, it wouldn't go with the rhythm. It would feel weird. Yeah, yeah they had to do it, but like... Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you know, I just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It was so fast. It was so fast. It It really was. It was almost unbelievable. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, she reappears and immediately immediately makes a comment about Josh's butt. That's true. Yeah. Is that what the next topic is? I wrote Josh's butt in my notes. You did? No. (laughs) (laughs) We never even see the butt. That's true. Yeah. No, um, the, on the West Wing wiki... The, the summary is like, uh, in part of it, it's like, Josh spearheads the sampling efforts. He crosses paths with sassy pollster Joey Lucas, and they renew their sexual chemistry. And I was like, that is overstating it. They renew their sexual chemistry. I was like, that is that is definitely overstating well, what she happened. says one thing to him. About his that, butt. That, and she said it, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't her translator? Well, yeah, because he that says, been that so... better have been you talking to her. and Oh, the translator says it, though. The translator says it when they walk in. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, Joey, yeah. Mm-hmm. he confirms that it was Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be really uncomfortable for the translator. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they talked about that beforehand or if they have some like, please don't say anything too awkward on dates, please. Maybe he just uh, gets paid really well and maybe. he doesn't care. I bet he doesn't go on dates with her. We'll see. Do you think? When they go on a date, we'll see. Do you think they're going on a date? Yeah. They're going on a date. Okay. They're right. going to get married? No. Because okay. Mandy's going to come back. I think <laughs> I think you've made some pretty contradictory predictions. Well, they are going to kiss, though. Did I say they're going to kiss already? 
let me find it because I know you have predicted multiple different things for Josh and I don't th- I, think <laughs> I don't he, think all of them can happen. I think he's going to kiss a few people, yeah. So. Okay, you <laughs> You have predicted that Josh and Donna will kiss and I they have will. in parentheses reinforced comma vigorously. Oh, um, wow. Well, they will. Josh and Mandy will kiss. Not correct. Uh, she might come back. Um, you you also did predict that Joey Lucas will kiss Josh, but do you want to add, and they will get married? No. <laughs> or, and they will go on a date? They will go on a date, yeah. They definitely okay. will go on a date. And the translator, I think, uh, will be there, and there will be a moment where um, it, 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 it's uncomfortable. That'd be, a, I mean, that's great um, situations to put these characters into. It's uncomfortable. And then they're like, hey, can you leave, please? You know. Okay, all right. That kind of thing. Writing that down. Yeah. We'll just have to see what happens there. Let's see, was there anything else? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just saw your other prediction about when Josh is in surgery. Um, George, George, not George. Josh will survive surgery based on Love's First Kiss and from Lord John Marbury. <laughs> is, and the kiss is from Lord John Marbury? Yes. Okay, so that one's probably wrong. Although, if he goes into another surgery, so it's not off the table, he could always get into another surgery. He could, yeah, um, that could happen again. Um, yeah, anyways, that you predicted that. But his love is Joey Lucas, so they'll probably kiss on their date. Okay, so is it is it Donna, or is it Joey Lucas, or is it Mandy? You can kiss a lot of people. Yeah, but, I mean... It's not okay. like they're going to get married, and then, they're, and then he's going to continue to kiss people. Okay. Like, there's going to be some... So you think he has fidelity? Okay. Not necessarily. It could oh. be one of those like, like we won the election, Donna. Mm. Like, accidental kiss. Ooh, ah. that kind of stuff. Like it, yes. it just might happen. Like they. Yeah, you can see you know. that. the enthusiasm sweeping them away. In yeah, the moment. because they're gonna win the election. Yeah, yeah. They gotta. They got to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Joey Lucas is back. Um, the Corbin Burnson. You saw him in the. I saw him in the credits. So you knew he was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read it as Corbin Blue for a second. I always do that because of the two Corbins. Was he even born? Yeah, he, he was born. would have had to have been. Yeah, he was in high school. No musical. Oh, <laughs> not in two thousand one. He wasn't in high school. He's like I was gonna say he was your in, age or maybe a little older. I didn't just pause to confuse you. I was gonna say he was in high school because of High School Musical. He oh, yeah. probably was twenty at that point. Yeah, and let's find out how old that Corbin was. Like two thousand what two thousand six? That's my guess. Yeah. And um he is 34 years old. Okay. Yeah, so he's born in in late 80s probably. Not 89. Yeah, so he like yeah, I was kind of picturing, "Oh, Corbin Blue, he's going to be this little kid who comes to the White House and says, "Can you be my president?" Oh, that'd be cute. I don't know why he would say that. Can but, you be my president? Yeah. That's what you came up with? Yeah. Oh, honey. On the spot. <laughs> can you can you be my president? Not will you? But can you? You're concerned about the grammar. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you were saying that because that. Yeah, I mean, no, it was one of those things where it's like I'm not even sure I want to be the president anymore, and then he comes in and says, "You're my favorite president, and I want to be you someday." And then he's like, "All right, <laughs> I'm gonna be the president." Like I didn't know where this episode was going. I guess you did. That was the very start of the episode. And to be fair, it really didn't go that many places. Like, we had a lot of different storylines going on. Mm-hmm. And when you boil it down to, like, what actually happened, it's like, they tried to get numbers 
um, after the president had a successful speech, but mm-hmm. the power went out. Mm-hmm. Um, Ainsley didn't want to meet the president that night. She was having a great night, and then she met him. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that more, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, there was something happening in Colombia, but they didn't take any action on it. They just talked about it, and people kept, kept getting pulled down to the sit room. Is that your stomach making Did you hear my stomach? Noises? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that'll show up on the recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the president balances his checkbook. There's a possible situation with a cop that looks like a teddy bear, but he plays somebody in psych. Do you remember that? No. That cop? So there are three people from psych in this episode. Yes, what is that? I've mm-hmm. never actually seen, like... Anybody connect these two? I mean, maybe it's just the time that they're being made. Because, like, Psych is toward the end. We've I know we've talked about that before. It's just, why is there so much overlap? I was trying to remember what we talked about. I was, like, thinking about, because Corbin Bernson's been on the show before. Yeah. I remember last time, things got crazy. And I feel like there's somewhere in my notes something about him being a ballerina. Oh, no. I, I'm like, I can't remember, but it might have only been like a couple episodes ago, but for us it was a few months, so like, I can't remember, but... Yeah, I don't remember either. Well, and, and when things go off the rails like that, you just don't remember. Um, I do. You don't, oh. oh, you don't forget the image of Corbett Burnson in a tutu. <laughs> That's burned in forever. Oh, you're right. That Actually, as soon as you say that, too, I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't forget that. Okay, yeah. so, but the guy who plays that cop, he has been in... So much stuff. Oh, that, I believe it. I know his face. Yeah, I'm I'm scrolling back. Um, I've been doing my scrolls for quite a while, and I'm only in 2017. Oh. So I have to go back a little bit further to find the episode. But he is in an episode in, of Psych where they... It is Psych, right? I'm not um, Monk. I think it's Psych because it's the one with the, the firefighters in the, the building where... Yeah, okay. And he, there's that and kid's he was party. The bad guy. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't so... screw. Oh, whoa, whoa, don't say it. Don't say it. Oh. Don't say it's old, so old that you can ruin it, because that is one thing that I do not agree with. Um, you know what? I can say <laughs> things you don't agree with. Just... I was at a, I was at a guys' weekend not that long ago, and I can't remember the movie or the context, but um, I found out very quickly that a lot of people in that room agreed with me on that state, statement oh. that it doesn't matter how old something is, you can't just go and ruin it for people. No. Because um, my friend Drew was there and he just casually said the ending of some movie or something. <gasps> and and someone was like, like you, oh, you can't do that. That's like, you can't just ruin the end of a movie. And he said, it's been out for how long? And the entire room went, no, 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 no. Like everybody at the same time. And I was like, that's validating. Because there's just too many things. Like, you know. And I forgive you for ruining that one episode of Psych. But they're just... But you've seen it. No, no, I know. But our our ones of listeners might not have seen that. Our ones of listeners? Yeah. I actually looked the other day and it said that we had... We had uh, one active listener. But <laughs> three... I think it said like three people listened that week. Or something, and which is uh, those numbers are much smaller than they had been before because we haven't posted in a while. But it was just like three people listened, but only one listener. Yeah, it's like is it the same person on repeat? Analytics are confusing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so our ones of listeners might not have heard that, and maybe okay, but this is this is that you'll forget 
I think it's okay to support spoil old TV, small things in old TV. Oh yeah. Tiny things in old TV. Movies, I do agree with you on. Like Yeah, there's tons of movies that, that I only haven't seen because it's been spoiled. And it's like, I might have watched that. I mean, mm-hmm. I just watched uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for the first time. There's not really much to spoil in that movie, but if you just like told me how it ended or something, I'd have been like, oh. And you'd have been like, that movie's from the 60s. And I'd have been like, but it's a classic. I might come around and watch it. And I did. And you did. Just this year. Just this year. And you loved it. I liked it. The songs were good. <laughs> but I'm, I, that's saying a lot. I don't like songs in movies I that know, much. I know. Actually, I'm surprised you say that. Yeah. Okay, anyways, we've got to go back to Corbin Burnson because he's he's here. I don't know that there's a lot to say about him. But did, the one thing I noticed, so I wrote down on about the Capitol beat, you know, showing from the White House. Uh, even their heated debate is kinder than ours. Like, <laughs> when people would say something that was you like... You mean ours. Like, this day and age. Not you and me. <laughs> me and you. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Because like, that's supposed to be, good. like, a cable show. Yeah. And they actually pay attention to the moderator. The moderator's not there to inflame them and yeah. make them matter at each other. And, it's not a moderator. Yeah. You're right. It's not a moderator. It's a moderator. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> The um, like the the critique that Corbin Burnson gives of the speech is that the president co-opted too many Republican ideas, mm-hmm. and I was like, that would never happen because the way political parties work now, at least like for people who are arguing about politics, if the other political party is for something, you have to change the way your political party works and be against it. Like all of a sudden, no, we're against that because you said you're for that. Even if it was our idea initially, <laughs> so yeah. And I thought like, he was saying that was like why it went over so well is because well, like well, yeah, all these right. things happened because they were just our ideas anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was just kind of making a. I, don't I know, think he was kind of a snide remark. Yeah, like we we get credit for at least part of the su- success of the speech. What mm-hmm. twenty three out of the seventy three interruptions for applause? Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. Um, do you want to talk about the brief, like, uh, we don't get a ton on this, but the argument between the First Lady and the President? Yes, I had. A, I have one note. Hmm. I hope nobody was cooking in the kitchen. Why? Because he walked into the kitchen while they were making food, and he was like, said some gentlemen, gentlemen yeah. and everyone just left. And I actually noticed toward the end there was some steam coming up from something in the back, and I was like, they were in the middle of cooking. And he's just like, leave. Yeah. I know he's the president, but like... But it... they're cooking for a party that's currently happening. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're, like that's probably the most... But the, It looked pretty calm in there, but I would assume White House Kitchen is like one of the most stressful kitchen jobs you can possibly have. Especially on a night like that. On a big party night and everyone... Yeah. yeah it's like... And he's just like, can you leave now? And, I, and it's just the fact that I saw stuff... I was like, there's like a pot back there that I see steaming. <laughs> Did you notice that like... A couple of them were like, okay, but I gotta grab this. Like, they didn't just immediately walk out. Yeah. But a lot of them kind of just walked. And Except I did notice a lot of them were like, I, I think there were a lot of waiters there. Hmm. Which they would be fine. But mm-hmm. like, you'd think the cook could stay. I don't know. Not put in your earbuds. I know they... <laughs> they don't have earbuds. They have the, the kind of... Can you put in your earphone, your earplugs? Put on your earphones that won't cancel it. Oh, the cool noise. ones that go in the back? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the cool ones. With those pads, the like pads yeah. that 
crumble after a couple years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was always sad. But yeah. It was. Anyways, um, that... Well, I know that wasn't really talking about that at no, all, but that was what I noticed. Um, but yeah, she was, she was mad and didn't say f- why for a while, but it, it did link it... together with their first conversation about why she sent $500 mm-hmm. to somebody. So yes. I like that. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, she's mad about that. Well, she's, she, she doesn't want to get into it because it's why she's mad that he didn't include the Violence Against Women Act, but that he did include school uniforms. Yeah. Like, what are your priorities? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And then I thought initially when she says we had a deal, I had forgot you know, forgotten because it's been eight years since I've seen this, but, um, I had forgotten that the deal wasn't that the, he talks about violent, violence against women in his speech. Um, but the deal, what's their deal? Did you catch on to that? I will right when you say it. It was that he wouldn't run for a second term. Syndrome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, somebody pointed out in here that, like, they've been talking in the show for the whole thing about what a second term would look like and, a, you know, a run for a second term. Mm-hmm. And they already formed the commission to reelect Bartlett. Like That's true. That was a big moment. It was a really big moment. So either he didn't tell her about that and they did have a deal or they didn't really have a deal and then all of a sudden they have a deal. Mm-hmm. But one wonder. We yes. had a deal. Yes. And then and you figure out that's like, why she's mad. Yes, because... That was the Violence Against Women Act that she was mad about, but the fact that he picked the school uniforms because that's maybe the thing that would have gotten the most applause or something, Mm -hmm. or the the least controversial thing to throw in there, Mm -hmm. and he was trying to get favor from people watching. Mm -hmm. Because that's why Josh also wants the poll numbers so bad. Whether or not it was just from like that direct switch from those two things, but also just the fact that the writers were writing for re-election and she could tell that by what he removed mm-hmm. and, and, and that kept. he hadn't told her. Yep. That's probably the main thing that made mm-hmm. me mad. I'd probably be mad if that you were writing for re-election and didn't tell me. To being a house painter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell me next time you run. <laughs> I would yeah. be sad if we had to run for our own jobs. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what interviewing is. Yeah, but you don't have to re-run. In some jobs, you do have to do that, but... Like president? Like president. Yeah, like president. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in, yeah, I, mean, I know that. There are, there are multiple <laughs> jobs. I can't think of examples right now. Mm-hmm. You do have to, like, re-get confirmed or something. Um, but yeah, so now we have it confirmed. And she's mad. Here's another thing, though. I've been spelling Bartlett wrong for quite a while. Did you notice the way it's spelled? B-A-R-T-L-E-T-T. No. B-R-A-T-A-L-L. Tay. Brothel? <laughs> I didn't spell brothel. I don't want to say brothel. B-R-O-T-L. <laughs> uh, bro- yeah. I thought his name was President Brothel. <laughs> no, it's B-A-R-T-L-E-T. B-A-R-T-L-E-T? No, just one T? Just one T. No. And I have been spelling it with two me too and I didn't ever notice it just I I was really thrown by that I don't know if you can tell but I, you I, seem thrown by it I was I spelling was, and grammar has been the two things that made you really upset today I'm and so <laughs> upset yeah no it just like it, it looks wrong to me but it's clearly the way it's spelled it's just 
I wanted there to be two T's. Then you know what would really upset you? What? We've been calling her CJ this whole time, and they called her Claudia in this episode. That must enrage you. Well, Claudia Jean, I know that. Okay. They just threw a completely different name, curveball. Who calls her Claudia? In the in the interview process, I think they at some point call her Claudia Jean Craig. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I missed that. Yeah. I I sure I've heard that, but I was kind of like, oh yeah, forgot her name's Claudia. It's a fun name. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. Also, should we talk about No Pants Gate? Yes. Yes. Um, very quickly, I'm going to throw out a little piece of uh, my segment where I give the writers too much credit. Oh, good. Um, I liked the fact that they paralleled the... Um, th- there was the um, sit room and the no sit room. Oh, One was the situation room and the other was, do not sit on this bench, it has been painted. So it's like they were trying to tell us, like, you know, keep things separate. Uh, and I really thought this was much be a like good take. much like in some of the other storylines, you want to keep your maybe your professional life and your work life separate. Those are the same um, thing. What professional life and work life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just. I'm not gonna backtrack. Yeah, you want to keep your professional, like, because I'm. I like to think of myself as a as a relationship expert. So my personal life is my professional life. Oh. I'm professional <laughs> at being, you know, a husband. And then there's my work life, which I don't care about. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I thought you I were going to do something about the parallel between, like, Claudia's on TV with no pants. Mm-hmm. She has a fine night. Ainsley's on TV with pants, doesn't have pants later. And then meets, meets the president. president. I honestly, I like mine better. I, I, I haven't heard them say the sit room for situation room, or at least I haven't noticed it. And they said it, I think, twice in this episode. And I was like, hmm, the sit room. And then the no sit room. It was a bench in the sculpture garden. I know, but like the snow sit area. I'm going to just. This is where you sit and this is where you don't sit. You can you know, have that. Gotta keep these things separate. Yeah. You know, we gotta dis- we we have to keep our we have to keep our things like very well. Described. But where where else was the split between personal and professional in this episode, especially in those two storylines of the paint? Not especially in those. Can you stop doing that, please? What? <laughs> you're pushing your eyes together Why? as if you're thinking, but it's making you your eyes. Not creepy. It's not the. You don't like it's not this? the woman I married. It's creepy. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I was thinking the conversation between the president and Abby. I know, but that's not part of the sitting. Nobody. Yeah, but it's all one episode. They tied it together, and you mm. think, oh, they're, you know, for one thing, they're tying together that she gave five hundred dollars to somebody and what she's upset about. That's tied together in its own. But they brought the whole sit thing together, and that's tying the whole episode together. Yeah. I think a garbage company that isn't our garbage company just, just took, took our, garbage. our garbage. No, that's our recycling. Also, that... they still have it. Give it back. Did they just... Maybe yeah. they got new trucks. Because <laughs> it's a big truck rental, so maybe their truck got... This is a great side 
I just was really distracted. It wasn't the right color of garbage. I know. Time. I was trying to talk to you. I'm sure people could hear in my voice that I was trying to keep your attention. <laughs> Stay here. Stay it is crazy. Here. And they also picked up the recycling. Stop it. <laughs> I think. They picked up the recycling bin and moved it to the other side for some yeah. reason. Mm, they never do the that. It's not the same person. It's somebody it's new. It's not the same person. Anyways. Okay. Um, I, I think you might find in the listenership somebody who agrees with you on that, but it's not me. That's not the point of the thing where I give the writers too much credit. It's me just finding things that they probably didn't yeah. intend for, but somehow it kind of worked. The yeah. sit room and the no sit room? Yeah, okay. Anyways, no pants gate. Um, that, <laughs> when, when they, that was also a moment where you're like, oh, look, this is a congenial environment because like the host just, as soon as they cut goes, CJ isn't wearing any pants. <laughs> and it's just like, everyone laughs and she's like, no, I'm not. And then, and then that Mrs. Landingham says to Charlie, "Is it possible that CJ isn't wearing any pants?" Yeah, they can see it on TV. Yeah, but like I feel like it's it's just that Mrs. Landingham is perceptive. I think that's what we're supposed to give her credit for. Of just like she knows how things work. She's involved in everything. She are you, is paying attention. Are you saying that... I'm giving Mrs. Landingham too much credit There we here. go. Yeah. I, this is another segment we have where we talk about Mrs. Landingham <laughs> too, having too much power. Maybe she's got a superpower. Anyway. Um, Undoubtedly. Are you saying that she can tell like from the way that CJ looks like in her eyes that she's not wearing pants? No, I was thinking maybe from like her knees under the desk. Also, I think our neighbor's learning how to ride his bike for the first time. Who, Scott? Uh, no, Scott's the adult. Scott knows how to <laughs> ride a bike. Oh. You mean the kid? Yeah, okay. I think he just I jumped off. their names. It was um, just that moment where, the, you know, the dad's holding the handlebars and, like, getting him going. And I was like, I don't know why, but that kind of makes me want to cry every time. Okay, yeah. anyways, <laughs> we're getting so off track. But it's because it's a Saturday and people are out. So here's my question. Yeah. Um... I couldn't tell. Did she switch into a skirt? Is that what was happening? Or was no, she just she not wearing a, pants? She was just not. She was wearing like tights, like black tights. Yeah. Which often people will wear under pants in yeah. a dress situation. Mm-hmm. But I think I think she had like a blazer on. So it wasn't just like, here's my butt, you know. Yeah. So it was a little bit longer, but it, there were still no pants. Yeah. I don't know why that's better than like, you, you don't think they could have just found a towel for her to sit on and she could just worn her Pants well, with paint that's on. why. That's why. Oh, oh. Like she could have kept her pants on and then just she could just sit on something if it was if the paint was still dry or wet. Yeah, but they probably wanted to clean the pants right away to try to get the paint off. And you, as a painter, know that's probably not going to happen. And they should have just considered the pants, the pants are lost gone. Cost. Yeah, the pants are lost. But cost. we're considering they're probably sending it to a dry cleaner who has some fancy solvent. TV dry cleaners can just get it out. They yeah, can. Absolutely. They can get it out. But you just think like. Can I just wear these pants while I'm on TV? But and she's then... on TV for like the whole night, off and on. Yeah, but the front of her is on TV more than the back of her. It just seems like the yeah. chance that you see me with no pants on, I'd rather just be like, oh, there's a chance you'd see me with some paint on my butt. Yeah. Which is probably pretty She low. does have tights, and they're, you know, we don't see much. So I think it, I think it was pretty That's true. I couldn't even tell at all yeah, what so... she was wearing because it was... But... So it's all good. Um, I... <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that detail, though, because it's just so silly. You know, they didn't have to do that, but it's that she sat on something in the sculpture garden, and that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Also, I, I would like to say, hmm. um, if you're... 
how long were they taking to paint that bench? Because I'm not going to get too much on the painting. You know <laughs> that I, I have a knowledge of paint. Yeah. Um, but and it's, I, I don't think it's one of the only things I know to. about. So I need. So you got to <laughs> let me. If you know the two things I know about, paint and time travel. Yeah. And I also know paint and time and how long it takes paint to dry. Mm. It does not take that long, especially outside on... What time of year is this? February. Oh. Wait, is it... It's outside, though? Well, it's a sculpture garden. They So why do they paint... What's the temperature in... Wait, let me make sure this is February. Okay. Let me make sure that the State of the Union happens. I think it happens. When did, when did Ainsley get hired? What month? You, sh- oh, you certainly have that on because she said she had worked there for three months. Each January. Oh. Typically. Well, then I believe that the paint would take a while to dry. It happened this year in February. But yeah, it, it could take a while. It's just that the if it's under like 28 degrees, you would never paint it anyway. Well, it's DC. It's probably not that cold. It's probably a, about freezing, maybe a little warmer. Okay. So it might take a while to dry, but... It just seems like it would take a long time, or there would be a long time between those two people sitting on that bench. But they might have second coated it. That's just they a lot. Might have, well, that's or just maybe a lot somebody goes perfectly. back out after CJ sits on it. They paint Repaints it again, it. and Got then it. after Ainsley has her great night being on TV. Yeah. And then she goes and sits on the bench, and that doesn't ruin her night. They both had great nights, and if like for CJ, she didn't need pants. Mm-mm. Because CJ but for, has so that's so that's what you're saying. That's the parallel of the pants thing that the writer maybe didn't intend to do, but CJ doesn't need pants to be to have a great night, whereas Ainsley needed pants for her great part. As soon as the pants were gone, mm. pants are everything to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't think I would but go into the, that much detail of like pants are everything no but if you know that if something comes up with pants again with her i'm going to look into it too deep yeah i know you will but i think i think maybe it's just the contrast of like she's still new she's still fresh she's like excited to have a moment and Mm -hmm. she did she did great on tv like when um is it josh who's watching and he's giving her the talking point when well like right before she says it about education, something about school uniforms, and mm-hmm. somebody, I think it was, I think it was Josh, or maybe it was Sam, either way, and then she says the exact thing, she's, you know, she's, she's having a great night, and then, and then she doesn't have a great night, but the, before that, okay, Sam, so mean, when, when he's telling her, like, okay, don't get drunk before you're done being on TV, you know, mm-hmm. remember who you're representing, try to be on our side. Maybe don't say that it's not 100% constitutional for the president to do don't blah, they have, blah, blah. Don't they have kind of a weird relationship, though, from what I remember? like that's, they, they do. Like, he doesn't he doesn't think she's the bee's knees. Well, no, <laughs> but he also feels bad for her. But then mm. he, when he, what he says to her before she goes back on TV is, remember, uh, you're blonde, you're a Republican, and nobody likes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sends her back onto TV with that. Like, what? What is this? And the th- yeah, also like the thing that he tells the president to say was kind of mean. And I was surprised he actually said it. <laughs> I know. Well, I think okay. Yeah, I think first of all, the whole thing of yes, you're you're blonde. Or people think you were hired because you are a blonde Republican sex kitten. And I thought, what about 
uh, a lawyer who, like, she, she, it's not like she dresses provocatively. She's just blonde. Like, that's the only thing that I could what think of. What is a sex kitten? I don't really want to Google that. If I, <laughs> I didn't say Google it. <laughs> I know, but I need a definition. Saying, does that, does that imply any, like, dress provocatively? Or yeah, is that. Yeah, I mean, it kind of implies, like. Or is a sex kitten, like, a, you know, something you want to aspire to be no 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 like, do i want no. to be a sex kid no like i'm just saying like <laughs> I, that's not something i hear very often oh it yeah it i i can assume it's kind of a based uh, off what it sounds like what it's kind of a minimizing me. it's kind of like that's all you are yeah. you know like you're just you're just that you don't you're have like a, brain. a little kitten but if you were a sex cat that's <laughs> what you want to aspire to be like full grown like like a tiger no <laughs> no yeah <laughs> now I want to give you a definition, but I really don't I, want no, to I, that. No, I get it. I, I just really was don't. kind of... <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I... It's not... It's not something that I would think. look at her and be like, oh yeah, that's that. Like, I'm trying to think of... Like, the character... No, it's not any of those things. It's like, the person in a situation where... Everybody else is serious and professional, and they're clearly they're like hired doing a job only because they had sex appeal. That's kind of what you would picture there. But mm-hmm. she's smart. Mm-hmm. She's not, you know, vapid or you know none of that. None of that is going on. So it really doesn't fit her. It just tells you what. There that he's are not some... very nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's cute. But it's not like, yeah, anyways. The, <laughs> the, I think the president, when he says it, when they're down in the steam trunk room, is, is a jab at Sam. It does like, feel like that. You idiot. <laughs> but he does say it to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he can see, they make the president so smart. It's like they yeah. know that he knows that if he says it, he'll be able to say it in a way that will jab Sam but also Ainsley will be like, ah, Sam said this mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, it just feels like he said it so confidently in that way. Like, everyone will know what I'm getting at. Well, yeah, because like, well, the I president came down to her office after Sam went down there. It's very obvious that Sam sent the president down there. Like, yeah. they've already had this conversation about how she hasn't met him. And yeah. she said, no, I don't want to meet him tonight. Like, yeah. I'm having a good night. Yeah, because they didn't really um, follow up on this, I don't think. But I feel like they will. Yeah. Like, that was super lame of you. I told you not to send him to my office. Yeah. Oh, I felt for her, though, because she, like, I, I get that personality of, like, I am not celebrating until it is all over and I know I've done this fine and mm-hmm. then I'm, you know, actually done for the evening. Mm-hmm. Like, we will not celebrate too early. And then she finally is celebrating and then her little pink drink goes against the wall. <laughs> Oh, it would just be so mortifying. Anyways, that's my story. <laughs> I it, Like, secondhand embarrassment to the max. Yeah, which is good. It's good that you got a palate cleanser because we started the night with watching an episode of Nathan for You. And <laughs> it was so cringy, you almost said watch the last minute and a half by yourself. Uh, but so we powered through and watched it together. And you were happier for it is that true yeah, i believe so <laughs> I, I think it was anyways 
Um, I, yeah, I just, I felt bad for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, do you want to talk about Josh more and the numbers? Yes. I was thinking just now, um, he should have sat in the paint as well. And then, and then, um, Joey Lucas could have seen his butt. <laughs> there you go. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Why do you think Donna is so invested in this? Because it's not like. It's not the most obvious of romances. It's just kind of like a, yeah, you know, she likes you or whatever. Why is Donna so invested in, like, you need to ask her out right now? You know I, when he says, Donna's being weird. I don't remember that exactly, but. He said, can I tell you, Donna's been acting kind of. Oh, on the phone to Sam? And yeah. then Sam says, by the way, you're supposed to, I was supposed to tell you to ask out Joey Lucas. Reverse that order. Yeah. He says that first. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. She's she's being weird. Maybe she's bored. She's waiting for numbers. Yeah. He's waiting for numbers, and she's trying to get them to exchange numbers. Ooh, here the other number. Do you think maybe that would be... Oh, yeah. That would have been a good way to, for, to tie that in. And if they would have had anything like that, I would have given the credit the, too much credit to the writers again. But you would have. You would have done I'm it. I'm still going to do it. I'm going to say they did that on purpose. He <laughs> was looking for the wrong numbers. Yeah. He wanted her personal cell phone number. Maybe he does just has her work number. Mm-hmm. This is the, this is two thousand. People still had a, a work phone and a home phone, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably had a home. She probably has a home phone. He wants oh, her undoubtedly. Home, he wants her home phone number. Yeah, yeah, and her personal cell. Yeah. 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 Um, he should have shown up after sitting in the paint, and and showed back up to her with flowers, but no pants on. <laughs> and you know what he would say? What? This isn't my usual Tuesday suit. Yeah. Perfect callback to later. Perfect. Earlier. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect callback. That would have been good. That's what I would have done. Except for it probably... You're slobber than him. Well, no, I'm saying that as the writer. Hmm. Uh, they probably have a grand scheme that doesn't work with. Like, it's got to hold off a little bit longer. Maybe. But the here and now is all I can think about, and I don't see anything in the future. Except for time travel. Yeah. All right. Well... Yeah, I liked I liked all the donut conversation that mm. happened in this. Of like, Donna says tonight could be the night to ask her out, and he goes get a donut. And then later, Joey Lucas says, he's like, what are you gonna do? And she goes, I'm gonna get a donut. Like, what mm-hmm. do you expect? Like, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna Clearly sit here and eat a donut. The main event that, that night is while the you're waiting. I would assume, yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't work somewhere that brings in donuts often because I like donuts a lot, and I would always get a donut. Yes. And you'd, I'd come home and you'd say, what'd you do today? How many donuts did you have? And I'd be like, nothing. <laughs> and you'd be like, that's not very convincing. Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Did you notice that while... I'd probably have donut yeah, on my face when I come home. Yeah. And you'd be like, did you have a donut today? I'm like, no. I, I wouldn't ask you that. Anyways. <laughs> just no. <laughs> did you notice that while Josh is waiting for the results, when he's flipping through that magazine just so agitatedly, and then he flips it back up and It was Vogue. Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that. It was just like the perfect, like, you know, they told him, flip it up so we can see how bored you are. Yeah, like, you're looking up. How bored. agitated. You're reading a fashion magazine. This yeah. is not you. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, and then, you know, but they don't get the numbers. There's no resolution. They never end up getting the numbers that night. It's mm-hmm. just a continued frustration. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of things that just kind of ended and then you're like, oh, they weren't going to continue on that. But it also felt like it was 
it felt kind of like a two-parter episode. Yeah. Like they were just getting started on stuff, especially with the the sit room mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, all right, now let's get the ball rolling on this serious thing. Yeah. And then it ended. I, I liked that their code word was, uh, Leo, Leo McGarry would like to introduce you to his dear friend or yeah. something. It's like, ooh, everyone knows that. Yeah. I, I thought that. that was a cool moment when um, they don't let his assistant, whose Margaret. name is Margaret, they don't let her have a lot of cool moments. But yeah. I was like, I liked the way that she said it. And then she was just like, sit room. And I was like, whew, that was cool. I know. <laughs> yeah. She didn't like mess it up in some way and give her some comedic moments. She was just like. Yeah, she didn't take like, down the servers. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With an email, a chain email. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, the other okay, there were there were two other things that okay uh, when the president when when the first lady is talking to Toby in his office mm-hmm. and she's kind of like accusing him of like not being on you know, not keeping the message on the actual things that they say they care about. Mm. And he says that he just alienated gun owners on TV to say nothing of Dodge Durango's. <laughs> yeah, because they were talking about the told Durango thing. Yeah, it was mm. like, I don't think they meant three guys in a Dodge Durango. I, just, <laughs> I love that line. To say nothing of Dodge Durango's. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, and then... The only other thing I think that we haven't talked about, well, there was there was another good line when um, when CJ has the robe and he's like, "Where did you get the robe?" and she's like, "From the lo- the women's locker room." And he's like, you, "They have robes down there," <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." And he he's like, "Oh, the women's locker room." And she's like, "Yeah." And he goes, oh, "It's unfair. There's a thousand men working here and fifty women." And she goes, "Yeah, that's the problem." <laughs> I thought that was a funny interaction. And then they just kind of continue to talk about serious stuff afterwards. Like, I would have been like, oh, that was a weird thing. And then I would have made a joke. And then that's why I don't work in the White House. Yeah. But. Well, it's funny because it's like, Sam Sam is definitely a person who would be like, yeah, we should have more women working in the White House. But when it comes to like, you know, there should be robes for the men. You know, it's like. Yeah. He's he's hung up on that. I can see him. misses the point entirely. I can see him of all people too. Like. Just a little obtuse. I feel like he probably uses the. Yeah, he uses the gym there and stuff and it's like hmm. you know, I think we've seen nice him if, in the gym I was thinking yeah. have we I think we have also another missed opportunity because we didn't have any of our counters today like him walking through the halls with paper did not no. happen he did walk through some halls but no he paper did. but I did see when they're editing the speech it's in a three ring binder on mm, yeah. paper which actually led me to look up the history of the teleprompter because I was like is he not using a teleprompter like he has the speech in front of him because you couldn't look at a teleprompter and have the speech in front of you. You can't read two things at once. You'd lose your place on one of them. So he must be reading the speech out of the binder because mm. that's where they changed the language. And then I was like, were teleprompters not a thing? No, teleprompters were invented in 1953. Oh. Yeah. And they've, but they they were like a roll of like paper going through. But Like a big scroll? At least as far as I can. Yeah, a mechanical roll teleprompter on a long pole. So it, it would have been different. But I was like, okay, so he's just not using a teleprompter. Okay. And that means he must have pretty good vision. Anyways, that's that's just something I oh, yeah. learned about. Yeah. And then to continue on, the, the counters that we had today, he did not walk through the halls with paper. He, um, 
uh, I was going to say, I just realized just now, I think, would you consider what they had today as a political party? Yeah. They had another political party in this yeah, episode, so that's good. Did. I always forget that we count that one. Yeah. And then also... Um, How many are we at? Three? I, I'm not on the same page, so it might take me a little bit to find okay. it. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but um, the other thing that there's a mixed, missed opportunity, they could have had Rob Lowe sit on the bench... But it ruined his shirt, and he had to be shirtless. <laughs> and then we would have had shirtless Rob Lowe. But but nobody else knows that we're waiting for that. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> that hasn't happened at all, has it? it? Happened in, like, the first episode. and Oh, and then never again. And then right. I was like, oh, this is going to be a sh- show with shirtless Rob Lowe. And it's like, well, I guess not. Yeah. Also, I would say that this is it's very weird um, that we, pretty much between these two episodes that we've watched of this show, we've watched almost all of Parks and Recreation. And it's it's funny because he plays basically the same guy. I mean, not really, but like like a, a similar, higher up, yeah, a higher up politician guy in his own field or whatever. But he he's got a higher position in a smaller. He's a bigger fish in a smaller bowl in, in Parks and Rec, and so it's interesting to see him get back here. And it's like, oh, it's the same kind of thing where he's still talks kind of fast and has a lot of pull and stuff, but. But he's not neurotic. But he's mostly <laughs> talked to people who were who outranked him in this episode. So he's mm-hmm. like he's not the he's not the head honcho guy here. But he is the hero of the State of the Union. But he is, and everyone clapped for him. Mm-hmm. And he was announced at the door. Yeah. But so was Toby. Yeah. yeah. Toby. Toby. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah, I it's funny because you you can see him being like. I need to go to go for a run now, you know, or like he would be the one who would be having a good night and then need to like, ah, something went wrong. I need to reset, you know, like mm-hmm. my body is a microchip. Yeah, he is kind of typecast as that same kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he always is because I don't know a lot of Rob Lowe stuff except for this, that and his like yogurt commercials or whatever. But oh, yeah, the yogurt. other than that. Yeah. Atkins, not yogurt. Same thing. Okay. Um, How is it different? Explain. <laughs> the Atkins bars. Yeah, it's like those are actually are tasty. And actually, you know what? I wasn't even food. thinking about the Atkins bars. I was thinking making... a yogurt commercial. Are you thinking of John Stamos? I'm always thinking about John Stamos <laughs> in some way. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, uh, the the only other thing was about the how sad I was with the cop. Yeah. Like the teddy bear, looking cop because he he just says over and over. I thought it was just okay now. And they're, when they're like, why didn't you tell us? I, I know. It was okay the now. fact that he said it again when he was leaving. Yeah. He was just like, I thought this was okay. I know. Yeah. It just kind of crushed me. I was like, oh. And you never hear what happened at the elementary school, but if a cop does something at an elementary school, it's in saving children, you know, mm-hmm. most likely. Mm-hmm. So he's he's done something heroic. And then I thought it was okay now. So, yeah. Can you explain a little bit more about his what he got in trouble for it's it was something where he he was accused of breaking like like uh some sort of battery like breaking the leg of somebody that he had handcuffed yeah and but he but he was like the leg was already broken it would have had to have been because he was yeah a really athletic guy he was chasing yep and he was him yeah which yeah i know it's just sad though it, I mean, in the era of like police brutality being a big thing, mm-hmm. it it would be it would be different now. If, like if this episode came out now, you'd be like, "Oh, that guy's lying," you know, or like, yeah, you wouldn't want to. There's sympathize. a lot different going on. Yeah, that you'd have some natural inclinations there. Yeah, 
to think and about. So that, yeah, it was kind of weird for me to watch and just be like, oh yeah, that's weird. They just kind of ended it there and just like his uh, reasoning kind of checked out and yeah. and then we're led to believe that that's the truth. Yeah. Because of the way they framed it and everything. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, this is just sad. Yeah. Now, because he was like, I thought he's got the teddy bear. Face. I thought the time kind of like enough time went by that people forgot about it, Ugh. and he kind of he kind of had a a naivete about the like you don't have to you don't know that like yeah they the, won't find out people won't just find out stuff about you and use it yeah. and if time enough time passes then you're okay right mm-hmm. and it was kind of like sad to see him no. just yeah. Mm-hmm. Crushing. 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 Um, all right. I think that's I think that's everything I have to talk about. Oh, the last thing was I would be a horrible first lady because... Mm, me too. <laughs> you think about... Okay. It gives you the time stamp of the State of the Union speech. That starts at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. How many hours do you think it is when they're having the conversation in the kitchen and then... He goes to the sit room and she tells him she's going to wait up. I don't know. I will say that I saw it in the scene um, way later in, in the episode. I, there was a big clock in the background and it was behind Donna. And I took note of that. It what was, was it? It was 1045. Oh. And I just remember being like, wow. I mean, it's a it's short amount of time for an episode for yeah. time to have passed. But just the fact that it's showing us one night, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, they're still up and it's almost 11. And... I think that was before the power went out. Mm. So like mm-hmm. that, it it was a ways into the episode, but there was a lot left. And so that I'm, makes sense I'm going to guess it was past midnight by the time she was eating her sandwich or whatever. Yeah, because they're in Eastern time, so then it'd be 9.45 Central. People are going to bed. They're about to start calling the West Coast, mm-hmm. which I know from my time in telethon, or not telethon, phonathon, that you would, you call the West Coast later in your shift. Yeah. Um, but the... Yeah, the time would make sense. But but the party's still raging. Raging. Not really raging. But, like, the party's still going, <laughs> going on the whole time. And you think, what is it, one by the time they're yeah. all done? And she says she's going to wait up. I would just... I mean, I fall asleep Near when you haven't come Pumpkin. upstairs by 10.15 sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, see ya. Like, I can attest I to that. You just will be asleep and I'll be like, what? It's like... <laughs> I would like to think that I would have solidarity, you know, and be like, we need to I think stay up together. If I, yeah, if I needed to stay up, you have been known to be like, oh, I'll, I'll wait. Mm. Like, your intentions are that you'll wait. You just fall asleep mm. with the lights on. It's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> she tried. <laughs> I tried so hard. I will say one time when, when we first got married, I remember getting home late one time and the light was on in the apartment. And I just remember being like, oh... That's so sweet. <laughs> just the lights on. It was like really late and I don't remember where I was just hanging out with somebody, but Yeah. Yeah. You do try. I do try. I do not usually succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I oh, and I looked it up while we were talking. I tried to not pause anything, so mm. I just while we were talking. There have been five political parties. Wait, don't look. Can you name them? Okay, um, the one that happens in the episode where they're like, look at all these women. Um, okay, I will say, I don't have that much written down. I just okay. have a, like a single blurb about what happened that day. So you can tell me if you're right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> it wasn't look at all these women. It was, but it was like, 
it wasn't the it, and it's surely to their credit was it i don't remember it was something about like he he says at one point in the episode something where it's kind of awkward and you're like okay yeah they're women whatever yeah um and these women that was like the name of the episode oh yeah something and these women yeah um and then the the inauguration well no not the inauguration we didn't see that uh there's a state dinner for somebody at some point. Okay. Um, That's I'm going to give absolutely correct because I have state dinner written down as one okay. of them. State dinner at that party. Uh, and this one, I honestly can't think of the other two. Um, the chili party? Oh, I we, think that... We counted that as, as a party. I think, it was the first one that I wrote down. I think the chili party is the one... These women? And look at all these women. Yeah. yeah. So chili party, state dinner. They've had... Apparently, two Christmas parties. One was a congressional white tie Christmas party, is what I wrote oh, down. I don't think you see much of that, but it happens. And yeah. um, third state of the union. So that's, yeah. Okay. That's five. That's five? Yep. Chili, state dinner, two Christmas parties, and ah, third two state. Christmas parties, yeah. Yeah. I remember one of the Christmas parties. That's the one. I really don't. I just wrote it down. With the brass. With the brass. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that episode with the brass in the hallway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Is that all we have for today? I think it is. Yeah, um, I was look when I was looking at your predictions. I was like, oh man, like we got it. We have a lot of things to follow up on. I know. But then it made me excited for like we're gonna keep watching. Like, yeah. We're gonna actually keep. Watching. I am excited. I like. Yeah. Yes, we started this in a time when every weekend was free. Oh. You all probably remember that time. What <laughs> yeah. year I'm talking about? <laughs> Um, or Every weekend, there was nothing. It was the very start of the following year, actually, is when we started. I think it was January 21. Mm. And it was just Still like, couldn't leave the house, yeah. Still couldn't leave the house, and we were just kind of like, well, let's do this. Yeah. And I'm glad we do, but we yeah. are, we're, we have more weekends actually happening. So, like, these next two, we got stuff going on. Do we? Well, only one is the whole weekend. We don't need to talk about that, I guess. Okay. But <laughs> I, mean, I think we could do it maybe the weekend you have your haircut. I think we still could do it. Uh, I have haircut on the schedule, so I don't know if we can mm, squeeze that in. I think we could. I think we could squeeze it in. Yeah. And that's also garbage day. Mm. So, oof. Yeah, rough. Tough stuff. Yeah. So busy. <laughs> okay, well, this has been good. So long, everybody. This is the end of the episode. Um, just remember... One thing that you're going to want to keep your work and professional life separate and always strive to be a sexy kitten. Or a sex kitten, that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> no. Take care, sex kittens. <laughs>